We are live. How you Hello. doing? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is another set of another another, another show here with the now called the Authority Project. Um, and who is the project? You are. You want to attach authority to your name so you can sell what you're great at. And we have my good friend Meg Sylvia here. Um, yes. Sort of a reunion of sorts. We've known each other for for a very long time now. Uh, but we just reconnected after, unfortunately, six years. Yes. <laughs> from the Live Your Legend project. Hard um, to believe. Yes, and we actually live in the same state, not too yeah. far away. <laughs> maybe like a half an hour away, maybe from each yeah. other. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm glad to have her here. We're gonna be talking about scaling your um, scaling your business to five figure months. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna get right to it here, Meg. Tell us, first of all, who you are personally, and then who you are professionally. Sure. So thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, I am Meg. I live just north of Boston. I um, spend my days working here in my little apartment with my pooch, who just ran past um, <laughs> Ellie, my little sidekick. And um, basically who I am personally has a lot to do with who I am professionally. So uh, I am a brand strategist, which is essentially a fancy way of saying that I help businesses get a lot of clarity around um, the really important pieces of their business and, and who they are as a business so that they can grow, like you said, to those five-figure months and beyond. So... That is a super brief overview, but I'm definitely happy to go a lot more in depth today with you. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't waste any time on here. So yeah. we have 30 minutes. Yeah. So we were kind of like kind of ballparking where to start. Um, but let me start. Are we let's let's talk about the offer. because I know I have questions about that, yes. about the offer, how important it is. Um, and, um, you know, just getting clarity about doing the offer. OK. Yeah. So when it comes to, uh, I'm going to guess that's Mike who just commented. <laughs> um, hey guys, thanks for being here. So when it comes to your offer, um, and I'll even back up by saying when it comes to branding in general, there is a really common misconception that branding just means like your logo and your colors and the pretty stuff. Mm. But I see your offer including your pricing, including the message, including like what this offer does for your ideal client. These are all pieces of your brand. So to put it simply, I, I see branding as essentially the way that your ideal clients or your clients perceive you and the experience that they go through when they work with you. So there's a lot of different factors that contribute to that. Sure, like a pretty website can give them that experience. But more importantly, there really needs to be alignment in a lot of these different areas. So when we talk about your offer, this it is it's just really, really important to be super, super clear about the transformation that you're going to be taking a client through as a result of taking you up on that offer, right? So, yeah. and, you know, depending on your niche, this can look a little bit different, but this 
really applies to anyone in a um, coaching role, in a service provider role, in any sort of role where what you do creates a result for your client, um, business-wise or personal-wise, right? So um, when it comes to offer clarity, there are a few things that we can look at. So first thing is coming in with a really clear sense again of who that ideal client is, but more important than like their demographics, like 35-year-old mom who lives in the suburbs, that doesn't really matter. What really <laughs> matters is what are they experiencing right now? What pain are they in? And what is the dream that they're trying to accomplish? Or what is this challenge that they're trying to get out of? So if we can get really, really, really clear about what that one thing is, then our offer can be designed to like be the perfect solution to that thing. Does that make sense? Right. And I, I want to just um, go back to what you were just saying, because I, I think a lot of people, and it's one of my big pet peeves right now is like where people uh, or even coaches or coaches and mentors I've seen before, they, they, mm -hmm. they kind of block people at that point where, they, where they're, they're stuck in the avatar and they, they, go, they, they don't go anywhere else. You know, they're just yeah. stuck like, like they get stuck there and it's like, this is crazy. And they, they're yeah. not doing anything. Can you speak yes. to that for a little quick, just real quick? Yes. So <laughs> I think I know, I think I understand what you're saying, where um, a lot of coaches will really kind of obsess over you, like <laughs> finding that out perfectly. Like, right. where do they live? What magazines do they read? Like, what do they do on, when they come home at night? And all of that is nice to know. It's things that would be helpful for advertising in the future as far as targeting goes, but the targeting isn't as important as understanding the pain points and the fears and the wants of that person. So I guess you could think of that more in terms of psychographics. Right. Um, but yeah, like none of that first level stuff is nearly as important as getting a real understanding of what this person is genuinely just going through. Mm -hmm. um, when you can speak to that, um, then your message becomes way, way more compelling. You know, as we know, it's most of our niches are pretty darn crowded. Right. Right. So standing out and like cutting through that clutter is, is really hard. Like, I'll be honest, it's, it's hard. So for all the people out there who <laughs> try, yeah. First level. Yeah. <laughs> For all the people out there who are competing with um, other coaches who are are stuck at that first that that um, yeah that first level of speaking, right. Right. Um, by using like those pain points and those dreams and those like actual things that are going on in their head, your message suddenly stands out to that one person. Um, and of course there's the topic of, right, well, how do I know who my one person is? And yeah. if I go too narrow and I speak just to them, doesn't that mean that I'm scaring away everybody else? Right. <laughs> Which I do totally recognize is a scary thing because um, we don't want to exclude people, but at the same time, if you don't get that level, 
that deep, deep level of clarity around who that person is, the message just isn't going to stand out to them. And so they'll never have the opportunity of realizing, oh my God, this person gets it. This is the person that understands right. what I need. Right. And I, and I think that, I think your avatar, and, and, and check me if I'm wrong, but I think your avatar evolves with time. I don't, I don't think you could, I don't, I don't think you're gonna know specifically who that person is mm -hmm. in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so so I think that person really is the person that is, is that relates to you, that is just like you in, in some way. That's a great yeah. point. I totally agree. I think in probably most cases we are our own ideal customer. Yeah. And that's leads to a really good point, which is. Um, and something that I think most courses uh, and, and marketing people neglect is that there are very different needs at each stage of business. And like you said, when you're just starting out, there's no way you could really necessarily know specifically until you really get that experience and start working with different people and say, hey, I really liked working with that guy, but that that girl, like <laughs> that was not fun for me. And that's okay. Like we can yeah. have those experiences and still do our best work for them. But yeah, there's definitely a refinement process and it's just it, our experiences that are going to tell us what is best for us and for the offer that we want to put out there. Right. 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 Now, is there, is there like a, like a, so I say like a three-step process where we make this offer like for, to a person like you want, like, what should be included in this offer if you if someone mm -hmm. was to come to you and say this is what I should have in your offer or it's not the power offer that's what I try to try to give give yeah. to them today. Good question. <laughs> so to have a really really powerful offer, there's definitely a few things. I don't know how many steps this is going to turn out to be, <laughs> but there's definitely a few things we can take into consideration. So number one, of course, like getting some form of clarity on who that person is, um, but when it comes to crafting an offer, basically the way I would define it is not like, okay, I have an eight week program to help people with anxiety. It would be more like, I take you through the following process. These are the major milestone steps that we're going to go through um, because I know you're dealing with XYZ problems. And so to solve those specific problems, this is the process that we're going to go through, whether it's one-on-one, -on -one, whether it's group, whatever your format is. And by the end of our time together, you're going to walk away with these specific results. I like it. So yeah. that's how I define what an offer is. It's not just, I have an eight week course. Gotcha. Um, so as far as like how long it should be or how in depth it should be, um, there's no perfect answer. There really just isn't, you know, I recently, somewhat recently took a high ticket course myself where they told us it should be an eight week course. <laughs> That's just the way it should be. And I was like, well, if I can get someone the result in one month, why would I need to drag them on for an right. extra four weeks? Or if I'm in a field where there's a lot of like, I don't know, internal digging that you have to do to heal somebody from a certain trauma, then maybe it takes 12 weeks. Um, yeah. It doesn't really matter. It's just what is the most effective path to get somebody from where they are to the outcome? 
Okay. So let me see if I can clear that down into steps. <laughs> so step one is identifying the solution you want to solve. Mm -hmm. And of course, you'll find this out over time as you work with more people and you see what the big problems are. So what problem are you going to solve? That's the end outcome. Okay. And then you can define what results, what tangible results does that look like? And I know for a lot of people, there's this kind of, um, a lot of people that are in fields like life coaching or relationship coaching. Well, that one's a little more tangible, but some of those fields where it feels like there can't be a tangible answer, like, well, I'm not helping people get a job or I'm not helping people hit six figures. But a lot of times your ideal clients will have very similar outcomes as a result of working with you that are tangible. Yeah. Um, whether it is they're really looking to increase their energy, like they're absolutely drained or whether it is they do end up getting a promotion because they have so much more confidence. <laughs> right, right? So right, there are right. tangibles that we can find. Sometimes that does take a little digging conversation to get that clarity though. Right. Um, so with the end point in mind, then we can work backwards and say, okay, what are the big things that have to happen to get a person there? And how are these unique to me? So this is where you can start to talk about your offer in a way that is different than every other life coach out there or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, what is your unique path to getting them there? Um, again, this is something that over time and experience, you develop your own way of doing things. And even if it's similar to what others are doing, you can still put your own kind of spin on making it sound special. I, I think that's absolutely. I'm gonna yeah. stop It is absolutely necessary that you have something different, even if you say it differently. It has to yes. be. It has to be different. Yes. It, it can be like if if you maybe maybe you don't say heal, you say something else, a different wording or something, just to yeah. connect that to you specifically. So yeah, yeah I, I definitely agree with that. Definitely agree with that for sure. Yeah. Um, that's now, now, do you frame your offer to? different price points or different, different, you know, like, like you said, it could be 30 days, it could be mm -hmm. two weeks, it could be a month. Do you frame it differently for different people depending on, depending on their needs? That's a good question. So if you are at a point where you are still trying to hit that five figure a month mark or get to six figures, I would def definitely recommend focusing in as, as narrowly as possible. Because if you can get really good at selling this first offer to this first group of people, um, then you're creating a lot more efficiency in that process. And so you'll be able to move faster with one offer for one group of, of people than having like different offers built out. That doesn't mean that you can't have a high ticket option and like a downsell option. This is something Steph, my partner Steph and I do is that we have our high ticket offer and some people just aren't ready for that yet. Mm -hmm. um, and that doesn't mean we don't want them to have a way to work with us. So we do have a little bit more of an entry level option to get people into your world, but it still is for the same type of people looking to do the same type of thing. They just might not quite be there yet. Right, right, right. 
And I'm not sure if you finished with your steps there, but I do want to get into scaling <laughs> um, for sure, because I know that's what everybody's here for. Say we're say we say we have clarity, and we can always I'm, mm -hmm. we're going to bring her back somehow in, in the group room. We'll finish up for sure. sure. I, I guarantee you that we'll find a way. Um, but um, say right now we're doing good. Our, our offer is, is clear. Mm -hmm. We're getting a few a few clients in. We're, we're feeling good about ourselves. <laughs> you know, we get some clients in, but we're just like, okay, I can't break it to, I can't break into trying to get more and more, like the other guys that people saying like they've got these lead machines. We're getting hundred leads a day. We can't do anything like right. that. And we're trying to do organic. We're trying to get paid, whatever. How mm -hmm. do we scale from the few clients that we have that we're clinging on to, <laughs> to the point where we're getting on, we're we're, we're on demand in a, in yeah. a sense. Great question. So you guys might not like my answer. <laughs> um, I don't have a magic formula. Mm. And what we have found is that there are a lot, and I kind of alluded to this earlier. <laughs> Troy. <laughs> Thank you, Troy. So, Coming to relief here. <laughs> there are a lot, you will see, you know, us being entrepreneurs, we see a lot of ads. Yeah. We see a lot of programs. We see a lot of options for marketing. And it's really tempting to be drawn in when you see this ad that says, just set and forget this one system. It works for everybody at any stage of business. And we try it. And for some reason, our results don't look like the testimonials. Mm, yeah. So what we've come to realize is that if you are just starting out, the same tactics that work for someone looking to scale to seven figures are probably not going to work. So what we really do is have to look at for your type of ideal client. Number one, um, what is actually attractive to them? Thank you, Troy. I like to think I'm, I'm not centered in reality, but... Uh, what do they like? How do they consume content? First of all, yeah. so if we want to get a consistent flow of clients, typically there'll be some sort of lead magnet or um, way to attract people in at a free level so they can get a taste for what we do. So if we're talking about this entry level offering, if it's free, there's no like cookie cutter answer to give you. It's not like this magic. Hey, a you create this 10 page ebook and that's going to work for everyone. And then you turn on an ad and then suddenly you have a hundred leads coming in a day. It doesn't really work like that. So if you are a career coach and you have really busy professionals who are your ideal client, well, they're probably not going to want to sit through another two hour long webinar. So maybe what they need is a, a 10 minute to the point video they can get to know who you are, they're decision makers, they know what they're looking for, and they can get to know you that way. Yeah. That mechanism for you is gonna look different than it might for people in other niches. And it also kind of depends on who you wanna be as a brand. So mm -hmm. maybe you're the kind of person that wants to be doing Facebook Lives every day, but what if you don't want to do that? That's <laughs> right, right. We can select another avenue right. where you can still attract your people in a way that feels good for you. So give you a little bit more of a solid answer. Stephanie and I call this basically creating your client pathway. 
And that means how do you take a brand new person that's never heard of you to become your perfect client, to become a client that wants to buy everything you ever create? Okay. And so that path typically is going to consist of, number one, some sort of attraction mechanism like we just spoke about. It's going to consist of consistency, which I know some people don't want to hear. And I, oh my God, I fought organic for literally like nine years. I just wanted to go straight to ads every time. And guess what? Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you need to build up that tribe, the small little tribe, so you can find out what people are actually drawn to. And then you can put ads on it. So what are you going to draw those people in with? How are you going to make connections? How are you going to nurture connections? And then what is your actual offer? So I know that probably wasn't the answer that people wanted to hear, but I would really recommend thinking about what can I sustain without hating it, without waking up every morning and being like, yeah. oh my God, I need to write another blog post. <laughs> what can you actually enjoy doing? That was my question the other day. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. The grind. Um, oh what, you, what, what you gave was an entrepreneur answer, right? It's, um, it's work ethic. Yeah. And that's something I haven't really touched at all. Sorry, students in, in this authority <laughs> academy. I haven't touched that at all. That's my process. I, and that's the reason why I was like, I haven't even touched on that because I don't think you're ready for that yet. But there's a work ethic involved that you need to have to go through this. It is not it is not easy. It's simple. Yes. But it's not easy. That's a really good point to Brian because I should say that I believe to and this is guys, this is not like if you want to make 10 grand overnight. Like sure, you can go run some ads and probably make some money. And that's great. But if you really want like a legacy business, if you want a brand that is really transformational for people and that can grow consistently and that you don't have to worry about the ads being shut off and your Facebook account gets banned and what do I do now? Right. So I I come at it from that angle where we want this to be like a lasting business. And so to get to five figures a month, I don't believe you need to be spending money on ads yet. I don't believe you're typically ready for that yet. And it sounds like a lot of work, yes, because it is, but at the same time, we can create efficiencies and systems for everything. You know, yeah. Once we figure out what that pathway looks for you, then we can really optimize things to the point where maybe you spend an hour a day doing this stuff and that's it. Because ultimately, as a coach or a business owner, you didn't get into this to be like a marketer unless you're in marketing space. Right. <laughs> but we right. want you to do your work, but yeah. you need yeah. some form of this system to make that possible, right? Yeah. And I'll add to that from Nicole. It's a friend of mine. I'll say, I don't want to drop names, but I'm going I'm to drop her name. Kate Erickson told me this before. And I talked to her and she really, and when I saw her on stage and then we talked before, after that, mm. about chunking down what she does on a Saturday. She chunks down everything. So sometimes you don't have to do it every day. Sometimes you just do it that one day. Yeah. 
bulk, bulk it up on, on a Saturday, do six articles or whatever, and have, have it scheduled out, and you're, yeah. and, you're, and you're done for the week. And then you can work on some other, some other things towards your business. That's another, yeah. way, that's another way to do it as, as well. Um, yeah, I love that. I mean, this is your business, and it can feel really stressful hearing the way other people do things because we feel like we should be doing things a certain way. But this is your this is your thing. It gets to be exactly as you want it to be. Right. So, yeah, I'm all about the personalization, about making this yours, and just you know, sometimes we need a little guidance to figure out what that means. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, all right. We got like six minutes. Anything, anything else we you can? Anything of hopeful? <laughs> I know some some of us are just like uh, people probably listen to this and like, oh god, please tell me something easy. And okay. Well, here's the news. <laughs> For so many businesses that are hustling already, like when I say, oh, you just need to, you know, figure out what what organic strategy works for you. You might be like, I'm already doing that. It's horrible. I hate it. I'm already like spending X amount of hours a day trying to do that. So I feel you. And the good news is for a lot of people, you are like, you are this close. And sometimes we're doing the right things, but there is just something so small that is a little bit off, or maybe the messaging just isn't quite, you know, jiving with the people that you're trying to attract. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're posting it in the wrong place. Whatever it might be, it could be the smallest thing that is like, as soon as that thing is fixed, you, you go. So I just want to comfort that you know, sometimes you just need to sit down and, and take a look at everything or you know get a, a friend who's in business or a coach yeah. to take a look at your business and say oh my gosh you're doing really good do you see this do you see this right here this one little thing um it's not usually unless you're just starting out and we're building from scratch, but you're not usually having to reinvent the entire wheel. It's usually small tweaks that will like, you know, just open things up. Um, and, and you'll find those over time. I mean, yeah. you have, you have to do it to find it. You can't be like, yes. you can't be like, uh, how's this going to work until you're working in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I yeah. like what Troy is saying right now, building a real long lasting business. There aren't many easy parts. It's true. Yeah, and it can feel that way. And you know, you it is true. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> that is true sometimes. But it can, everything can be made easier. You know, true. everything Absolutely. can be. I'm big into systems and big into streamlining and optimization and delegation, all that fun stuff. But again, these are things that at the stages that most of us are at, we just don't need yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I would say that, like, just just from a personal level, from I would say for me and Meg, we're both introverts. You yes. know, we're, we're proud to be that. You would never know that <laughs> from seeing us on here like this, doing doing the live thing. Um, but yeah. I mean, it can be agonizing for an introvert to to really get into, you know, organic reach. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's taken us both. I'm, you know, a lot of work to get to the point where we're comfortable doing this kind of thing. And 
I know for me over the past year, I've been putting a lot more effort into organic and at the end of the day now, I am drained. <laughs> like right, there's right. Like And right. at the same time though, I'm really happy because even though it's draining for me to connect with so many people, um, it's also really rewarding. And I know that as we continue to grow and scale, these things um, can be automated better. Right. And right now you might have to make those connections one-on-one, but as you go from six figures up, that's when we can start to talk about layering those ads on, you know, that's when we can really get into the cool stuff where you know what your message is, you know what works, you know what people um, respond to. And so all of a sudden the ad money actually is well spent. I love it. It's been tested. Exactly. Exactly. All right. We got, we're, we're at 429. So um, Eastern time. So we're going to cut it off there. And I just want to let, uh, I, I'm just fantastic stuff. Meg. It's fantastic stuff. I want you to let people know where to find you and probably Stephanie as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they can connect with you. That's okay. Sure. Well, you can find me at artfulpro.com. Um, you're also just welcome to click on my little profile and friend me on Facebook. I post a lot of my content right on my main profile now, which was awesome. very scary to start doing. Yes. <laughs> um, and through that, I talk about what we do on my website. You can figure out, find out more about what we do. We've got plenty of videos on there and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, probably the website would be the best first place to go or just shoot me a friend request or a message or, you know, say what's up. And I'm always happy to answer questions or chat or help in whatever way that I can. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I love it. I love it. People, check her out. She's great. She is great. Great content. All, always love to hear mm-hmm. her stuff. So that is it for today for the Authority Project. You are the project. And we want to slap authority onto it so you can sell it well. All right. So mm-hmm. please, please join us again. We'll be back on Monday with someone else. Uh, and take care. Have a good one. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, guys. So hold on.